previously on Partnership Vision Podcast. And so later in June, we embarked on our trip to Ohio that God had led us to. And it's important to remember this, wherever He sends you, He will provide. And it may not be in the predictable ways, it may be in very unconventional ways and through different people, but you will not lack what you need. And like Sean was saying, I mean, God can use anyone for anything. And he used that unstable family member, even though this person was so very devious and deceitful and slandering us every chance she got. She tried to set all of our family members and anybody that we might come into contact with against us and telling all sorts of different lies. And that's why we got cut out and isolated from a lot of different people. Even in all of the chaos that we faced there, God still used us to help others. We were able to pour into several different couples and a couple of singles, and even at least maybe sowed some seed with that family member. And hopefully that seed will grow into a harvest someday. We prayed for this person many times. Veni, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast, where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. We actually were in contact with a trustworthy source that would tell us various things that family member that she would say and that she would complain about and make issue with when that issue and thing did not even exist. And she was creating something out of nothing and throwing pettiness and jealousy into the mix because one of the things that she kept saying is that, well, they're just too close. I don't understand. I didn't have that with my husband, so they shouldn't have it either and straight up told this person that she didn't think we should be together anymore. And that was another thing too, is dealing with the warfare that was just coming off of her. Because we, we were living on one side of the house and she was living on the other. And just feeling her moving through the house, it's, it's like the walls were trembling with anger. And that was a part of the dealing with that warfare, actually, though, was not letting ourselves be poisoned by it, not letting ourselves become embittered, not letting her become the hated enemy. We really had to practice loving your enemy right there in person in a way that we never would have expected. And it was harder (laughs) than I think either of us would have realized Like Brandy especially just has more of a tendency to be a forgiving person and not hold things against people and everything else. But boy, did that woman test both of us in our ability to not get ticked off and not stay in a embittered place because we were being attacked. We're being assailed on a consistent basis in more ways than one. It really brought us to a place of dependence upon God of we need your help because we can't love this person. (laughs) We can't deal with this person properly. Without you, Lord, we're just going to hate her. So please help us to not hate her. Help us to not hold offense in and, and still walk in love, even as we're trying to be smart and not just offer ourselves out there to be wounded and be hurt more than necessary. 
and that's something else too is that we were there for four months and for the first half of it we didn't know we had no idea that different people weren't inviting us over because they thought we were doing xyz and one of the other relatives actually got a new house and was throwing a, a housewarming party and we we weren't invited there because of the poisoning she did and that's another thing that we learned through it is that how the bible talks about the power of words and how they can be used for good or evil and just how powerful they really are whether it's the brainwashing that we're talking about and what she did with other people manipulating them into thinking that we were just these awful sinners that are not doing god's work but claiming god you know so between her brainwashing other people and manipulating them to how we felt we felt the effect of her words even before we were aware of them and then once she did crack just how many things she did that was just purely hateful and spiteful when we did nothing to her but help her and come to her aid anytime that she asked for it even when she was purposely we found out not working with us and just expected us to hop to at any time that she decided she wanted something even if it wasn't actually necessary she was just trying to make us busy and trying to separate us out from each other by doing different jobs around the house or or purposely trying to make some sort of an errand where for whatever reason i had to be left behind and in different instances where Sean was working on something on the house she would take my position she would take the flashlight from me and then go into wherever it is and leave me out of it and all sorts of different just diabolical things trying to break up the marriage so she did physical actions as well as words and the deception was deep she was really good at what she did the people that she tricked were actually pretty close to us and knew our true nature but she was able to spin her yarn in such a specific and repetitive way that they actually believed it and finally a couple of them actually asked us questions like hey she said this 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 and this this, this. what are you doing and we were able to vindicate ourselves but that's outside of all the other people that didn't bother to talk to us first So basically we experienced again what it was like in a different context to deal with somebody who was trying to systematically break us down and break us up really and make us live life the way she thought we should live and the direction she thought we should go. Like everything from our schedule to what we were doing with our time to how much we were spending time with each other she had a problem with all those different things and she used all kinds of different passive aggressive means of communication sometimes very aggressive means of communication to let us know she's all angry and unhappy with us and everything else and then turn around and act like everything's just fine and things are cool and it was like living with a schizophrenic person who has a problem with you has an issue with you and that really put us kind of back into similar waters to what we had both been in before with someone attacking us, with someone coming against us and trying to brainwash us and trying to cut off our options and leave us to where we just, all that we've got is to just do what she wants. All that we've got is just to cater to her because we're afraid of her wrath and we're afraid of her not being happy with us and what what will happen, you know, and who she could turn against us and all that kind of stuff. And 
all of this, you know, not to say poor us, but it gave us an opportunity to face the adversary that was like the adversaries we dealt with in the past. That was like the enemies we had in the past and learn to set boundaries, learn to begin to give ourselves a standard to live by that put us away from the influence that she had on us and the ability that she had to sow confusion in our marriage and and have us questioning and doubting ourselves and doubting our own discernment and really feeling down on ourselves. Like she was doing a great job at making us just feel bad about ourselves and just feel like we didn't really have anything good or anything to offer and and like you know this is all a big mistake or something and you know like we're just two irresponsible kids just trying to run off and do our own thing and just how much she was just manifesting those beliefs and those really lies against our mission and against our character and against our identity each individually and as a couple it was strong and we had to come to a point to rise up and resist and you know not by necessarily confronting her but confronting what she was doing confronting what was being spoken against us what was being released against us and standing in our authority and refuting it and shutting it down and it gave us the opportunity to face and confront that kind of opposition with the truth in love that at the very end, to the very end, we chose to pray for her and pray blessing over her and over her home. And that was not what we felt like doing. And that was not because we were just so magnanimous and just so noble hearted, but because we were choosing to be obedient. We were choosing God's ways. We were choosing his purposes, not our own, not representing ourselves and our own feelings and cursing her because we've want to return the curse that she's put on us you know that was not what we wanted to live in and to this day like there's no hard feelings you know we, we feel sorry for her where the brokenness and stuff in her life made her act in that way in a lot of ways we believe that there was some good intentions in there there was some desire to do good there was something in her that did to some degree want to have a good relationship with us but it was so compromised it was so diluted by her own internal struggle and we were assigned to her we were there confronting her take on reality her take on how a person should live life how a person should do life you know we were living life just pursuing god just going after his will and nothing to do with religion just following god just obeying him and she had religious ideas that involved like the American Americanism of we all just need to have a job and be a part of the system and and we need to do these things and be on a certain schedule and we have to have a certain appearance and fit somewhere in this social caste system somewhere. And if we don't, and if we don't fit these norms, then we're some kind of reprobate, you know, or some kind of a... Uh, heathen or whatever, which is one of the things that you call us, call us heathens. And it wasn't intended as a joke, but she would try to pass it off as one, as a passive aggressive thing. And, you know, we, that was one of the things we started to become more aware of was how things that she would say, 
you know, to get away with it, she would make it sound like a joke. She'd make it sound like she's just, you know, just poking, but she really actually was trying to make us feel bad. She really was trying to make us feel like we're less than we were. So there was just such a battle within her between the good and the evil, between what God was probably trying to move on her life and get her to let go of some things, let go of a lot of lies and brokenness. And unfortunately, she just didn't make the right choice. She didn't choose the good, and she became very much embittered toward us at the end. So yeah, even through the slander, being two-faced, lack of privacy, and many other things, we really did learn to love our enemies. Pass through all the different very variations that we can go on about the betrayal that she did and the, the amount of hurt that she caused, we still were able to not take it out on her. We never were disrespectful. We never said one word against her. But we also never went in denial and we never just bought that it's, it's just okay that all this is happening and we never went passive we learned to develop strong boundaries and to start to choose for ourselves what we were going to do with our time and how we were going to see ourselves. Yep, that we were going to live according to God's plan, whether she liked it or not. That That's her problem. She can go be all mad by herself, boo-boo. So like it or not, we're following God, whether you think so or not. We're hearing from him and we're praying for you. So we now know that we were sent there to minister to people and to be healed more in the process. We started this podcast while we were there along with working on our music and relationship dynamic. So we survived a lot right at the beginning of our marriage. God had us there until October of 2020 when a string of events happened that exposed that family member's motives and real past actions. I received discernment that we had to move our things before going to Sean's sister's wedding that was in Texas. So originally, we were planning to come back for a visit and go back to Ohio to figure out where would we move to next. But after just days into the visit, God actually revealed that we were here in Texas to stay. So backtracking just a little bit, in the last week of September, we were blessed with a vehicle that proved to be a very helpful instrument in getting us out of there, along with friends that we had been in very close contact with that came to our aid at the very moment that we needed because I had gotten that discernment that we needed to move our things, that our things weren't safe if we left for Texas and then came back, that because she knew that we'd be gone for a certain amount of days, that something was going to happen to him, that we at least needed a nanny cam or something. But then finally I got the gut feeling that undeniable, we have to move our things somewhere before we go and that night we had planned that the next day we would start packing up and we we would leave but the intensity of the warfare that night after getting that discernment was so thick and so insane i mean it it felt like we couldn't breathe that our our chests were being kind of caved in and it didn't feel safe it just it felt so chaotic unlike it had felt ever before And we ended up texting Sean's mom and telling her what was going on. And she was staying with another family member. And she told him about it. And he was like, hey, you know what? If they need to get out now, tell them to grab their stuff and just head on over here. So after she told us that, 
we went and did a listening prayer where we sat down and just were, were as quiet and still as we possibly could in that situation in our multimedia room and we asked God is like hey this is what we're feeling we're kind of stressing out right now we need to know what you would have us do in this moment and we asked him well hey do we move out tonight and without even a pause I heard unequivocally yes and God has different ways of confirming himself and unequivocally isn't one of my known words I had to look it up for the literal definition right then and there because I mean I had an idea of what that meant but I'm like unequivocally unequivocally you know <laughs> what is that and it means without a shadow of a doubt yes all put together so we notified um, one of our friends and he was like okay I'm getting off um, just let me know when you need me over there and I'll, I'll bring my truck and I'm gonna get you guys out of there and we're like okay thank you and thank you Lord This podcast is a part of our ministry partnership vision, which is dedicated to youth and young adults who are in need of support, wisdom, or healing so that they can live their best life with the people they're meant to be a part of. You can help support us by sharing our show with others directly, posting about us or reposting on social media, or by donating to us financially through our donorbox.org link, which you can find in the description for this episode. Thank you and have a blessed day. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Welcome back now, you hear? 